bring the light in. We're gonna bring the light in, you know? DJ Khaled, I see you. Cool and Dre, I see you. Christine Jewelers in the building. Al Boogie, Lorena, Terrell, to the biggest in the land, the place that been informing you, been talking to you about the things you need to hear. Pretty Lou is in the check-in. Hot freestyle on the check-in. And so you know how this goes. We've been doing this a year consistent. Consistency is key. I don't know about you, UFC Mark, what's good? I don't know about you, but any restaurant I pass anywhere in the world and it's ram-packed with a line waiting outside, chances are the food is good. And so, when I, that's how I go to restaurants. When I see the cheese lines, I be like, y'all gotta go there. Because they good. And then you find out what's the thing that's the best there. So, you know, that's what we do a year straight. The biggest and the best in the game. We talk about the realest shit that's going on um, consistently. Consistency is king. Lindy Official was good, my brother. And so, so much, so much to talk to you about tonight. Uh, I'm going to start off locally and then end up to what's really going on, right? And so locally, uh, for the past two days, I've been watching the news in Miami. It's a little kid, 12 years old, that was kidnapped, raped, and shot in his face. The guy who did it got caught. I already knew he was going to get caught because it was a Latino dude with curly hair in an all-black neighborhood. They had to know who he was. He looked like the devil himself. He looked like the face of evil. He needs to die. Okay? Um, and that's always been my stance. And I'm not taking it back. You rape little kids, you should die. Fast, though. Fast. You need to die. Period. I know that's right. And so, uh, it's tough out here, man. 
stuff out here. Um, 550,000 people died of corona. This year is the U.S.'s deadliest year ever, more than World War II, World War I. Uh, and so they try to do like a fake research in China, and they couldn't get to it, to the labs and all that. So the WHO says they do not believe that it went from animal to person, bat to person. They said it was made in a lab. Uh, very controversial because you had the, the, world, the World Health Organization really comes out so strong and so uh, controversial because it's the World Organization because, you know, they cool with China. They cool with the United States. They cool with Russia. Everybody. So something to truly, 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 truly watch. Um, in any case, 27 states, Corona has been going up. It's because people think you're getting the vaccine or some other people getting the, the vaccine. Dominic, what's up? My brother Dominic, y'all know I'm a very famous actor, man. Good brother, man. And so, 27 states, it's up. I know it's definitely up in Miami. They are out here legendary. And not just the spring breakers. Not just the urban side of it. I mean, you know, sometime between us, we got a... Uh, our people got to know how to act. They got to know how to behave. And, and the reason why I don't really dwell too much on that is because uh, I would have did the same shit if I was 18 years old or 19 years old. And so, and so this is why I don't really criticize the youth and them because I would have did the same shit. But if your family, somebody, your little nephew, your cousin, your son is out there wilding in, in South Beach, you need to call them, man, and talk to them. You need to talk to them. Uh, something I really don't know a lot about, I've been trying to gather it because Maybe I have fell for the okie doke or fell for the hype. But, you know, I've always liked Joe Biden. I told you I voted for him. I couldn't deal with Trump. But there's something very uh, big going down in the border. And so the things I was criticizing Donald Trump for, it's looking like deja vu down there. Mm. Now, I don't know why. Mm. No, I keep it real. Mm. Mm-hmm, you heard that? Mm-hmm. And so I don't, you know, I keep it a buck. Mm -hmm. And so kids down at the border looking like they in jails and shit. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why kids are coming in, 15,000 kids without their parents. I don't know what's to play. I don't know. Do, do the kid get in first and then they got to request the parent? Or is the parent here already somewhere? Undocumented. The kid comes in and maybe they meet up with their family. I don't have the answer. But what I do know is if you're going to give uh, amnesty or let these kids into our country, they do not need to be in jail-like conditions. And so, anybody out there who really knows, not a fucking cuckoo for, cup, for Cocoa Puffs. You know, yesterday I was looking at my email. I answered the email. It was a fucking lunatic telling me he always wanted to meet Rihanna. How can He's a lunatic. And so, uh, you know, not, not a nincompuff. You know, somebody who really knows what the fuck going on.
down at the border. And you know how I am. If you're an immigrant, if you're a citizen, if you're whatever, we all in this together as human beings. And so that's crazy. And you know, so I get up here and I tell you all the time, Soraka, much finer vodka. New summertime flavor. And tomorrow I'm gonna, you know, they told me the they told me the yacht has Wi-Fi in it, 24 hour Wi-Fi. And oh. so, huh? And so. that's what they're saying. Okay. And? Oh no, well, I'm doing the show from the from the boat because I'm not helping Well, I cannot stop the show. We can't go on vacation every week. Edgar Balanga, what's up, brother? There's people watching every day, 8 o'clock. Work hard. They tune in. This is their show. We can't just go on vacation every week and just say no more show. We'll go on vacation and do the show, but we can't. For the people, by the people we got, the show must go on. show must go on, man. We got something here. Consistency's kick. You don't want to work. You just want to be rich. You want to live a life. Exire, Azariah, Milan, Cartagena. Yeah, I'm going to go jet skiing and everything, but it's 8 o'clock at night. All you got to do is play a song. All right, listen, man. We, we, we on. And so, shout out to the Aronsons. We're going with our good friends, the Aronsons. And I'm going to get some sun on my bun. So, by next week, I look like, you know, the eyes will really be like Eric Sherman's. And so, um, but I'm going to report live from the big, 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 biggest boat in the game. And uh, hopefully it's still some daytime so I can show you what we're doing out there. Sunsets. Like Sunsets. You know, the Peloton on the boat. You know, I'm all about living the life. I don't shy away from it. I don't lie to you guys. I keep telling y'all. Last night you heard me go into a real spiritual, a mental healing. Trying to motivate you guys to live a life. I'm going to live a life. Till the wheels fall off. Inshallah, God willing, whatever you want to do, it is what it is. That's what, that's what I want. That's what I live for. And so, uh... And so, uh, hopefully the Wi-Fi is there like that. Um, you know what I'm going to get to? The Stimmies is legendary back. People are... So what do you do with your Stimmies? Do you pay your bills? Like the Stimmies, I think the Stimmies is to help your rent. You ain't pay your rent or get food or pay the light bill or... Um, that's what I think it's for. But if you're from the hood, the stimmies is to get dip fresh, buy some sneakers at Up NYC, 158 in Broadway, 207 Dykeman, uh, coming soon in the Bronx. And so, you know, I see a lot of charter boats out my window in Miami. I know that's right. Now, is that... Six or seven people who caught the stimmies who's chipping in for the boat? And so, I mean, live your life. I want you to live a life. I want you to live a life. Somebody let me know. I got to get somebody real that really knows what's going on at the border. If I had to get somebody like uh, Jumani Williams, or I got to get Hakeem Jeffries, or I got to get Carl Hastings. Somebody, or maybe Ruben Diaz might know, but he's he's in the Bronx, right? My brother. Um, drumming to start tomorrow for the Lakers. Yes. Tomorrow? 
Speak on it, God. Tomorrow, drumming to start your rich God playing crack God. Speak on it, the God. The God crack Kim. I am the God crack Kim. Don't ever get it. Don't I ever. Been born, Lord. I am the God crack Kim. Don't do that to yourself. Or maybe Julian uh, Castro. You're right. I need him. Or what's the guy that looked like a Kennedy, but he ain't win? What's the guy that the politician, he looks like he could win? But he ain't win at all. But he looks like a Kennedy, like a he got that face. Um, damn, from out there in Texas. Buttigieg. No, Chet was in Middle what? America, but like, uh, something like that. Uh, damn, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, and so. Stimmy's is back. I checked in. New York City street basketball. They're getting a little uh, resistance from the city. Um, of course, COVID. But y'all roll perish. And so our NBA friend, correspondent, roll perish is in the building. Um, and so in the street parks, they're telling them they can only have 100 people in the stands. John. No, no, that's not him. Uh -huh. No, uh, it's a young boy uh, in Beto. No, definitely not Ted Cruz ain't coming on this shit. But Beto, what was his name? Beto? Beto. Beto or Rock? Beto or Rock? <laughs> I got to find Beto or Rock. And Bill Blast, thank you for the fake info, okay? And so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got ghetto correspondent. This shit ghetto. This is a moms and pop show. My daughter's executive producer. Rich Player the God is breakdancing in the background. Better on Raw. Rich Player the God is breakdancing in the background. There ain't nothing professional about this shit. It's a family affair. And so, um, I'm going to try within my power to get in touch with Better on Raw. Uh, this week, I'm trying to have Attorney Benjamin Crump on here so we can get to it um, and really go deep into the George Floyd uh, uh, trial. Um, it's resembling a whole lot like the Rodney King trial. Those of you who's old enough to know what happened to Rodney King, we don't want it like that. But they're trying to blame him, George Floyd. He might have been high. That's why, you know. Uh, and so Benjamin Crump, legendary lawyer, uh, would love to find out that inside. You know, that's what we do at the Big Joe, the Fat Fat Joe show, is we get inside your road parish. I see so. Bro, we definitely don't want Roxy. No, well, oh, Roxy comes up. She says she beat me at the rugby. It's emphatically yeah, no second. Uh, emphatically no second. Roll perish. Yo, you caught me on my off night. What's good though? Nah, man. You know you always got a tuxedo on right now. You got the do rag. You know you're working <laughs> on the waves and all that. All that, you know what I'm saying? Gotta keep the hood one time. What's good though? Talk it is the Derek Chavon trial, which you understand is based on the killing of George Floyd. Now, Roe Parrish. Yo. Drumming to the Lakers. Yep. He starts tomorrow night. No walk. How important was that move, or do you think it changes anything? I'm gonna say this. Early on, we ain't gonna see any big changes. He's gonna help them out, but what? When it comes time to the playoffs, when you got a big body like him in the middle next to a healthy AD, next to a healthy LeBron, when you go up against that Utah team, they got the gold bear in the middle. When you go against the, 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 big, the big joker in Denver, that's going to help them out tremendously and put them in a good position. Yo, Ro Paris, listen, bro. I hear what you're saying. It's God's doing that it's Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers. It's nothing you could do. If you was at the Rucker, I would have told you at the beginning of the year, the season of the blackout, Fat Joe and Jay-Z's team is going to play. It's right. the Lakers and it's the Brooklyn Nets. 
We right. can do whatever. We can make it exciting. We can do whatever. But at the end of the day, it's the Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets. Utah's balling their ass off, but we know what it is, right? No and question. so they got Drummond. They got Schroeder. They got my man, I can never say his name right, uh, Therese. I love this guy, too. Six oh, man of the year. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I love this guy. He bought that life. No doubt. Now, K KD's a bit of a loose cannon, right? And and so I think he used a trick that invent was invented in hip-hop. So when, when, when Eminem was on 8 Mile, he knew they was going to talk about his girlfriend sleeping. So he, he, he told jokes on himself and eliminated. So KD knows they're stocked up. They know they went and got Blake Griffin. They know they went and got Aldridge. Right. They got KD. They got Harding. They got Kyrie. I mean, Yo, they technically not fair what's going on. But so he tried to divert it. Like, Look, everybody want to go play for the Lakers. Everybody, I mean, I mean. Listen, this is the most thing, the, the thing that people aren't paying attention to. So between KD, James Harden, Kyrie, Blake, and LaMarcus, they got 40 all-star appearances between them four. But here's the kicker. You got Blake and LaMarcus, they playing for pennies right now. You know what I'm saying? They got bought out. So they came over to Brooklyn. And, you know, they probably could be making a lot more money, but Brooklyn gets them for the low low, and they're still hella talented. And if they're healthy, I don't see any team stopping them from winning the championship, if they're healthy, if they're all healthy. Well, they're going to be healthy, right? And Aldridge, uh, disappointment throughout his whole career to me because he was supposed to be an elite, elite, elite player. Very, very good player, very good career, but he could have been one of the greats. And I never knew why he never became one of the greats, because I was cheering for him. Now, right. Blake is the only uh, player that was explosive, like Amari Stout. Anybody that was like Blake Griffin, knees blew out at one point. Like, just stunking on you every game. He's the first one to adjust and get an outside shot, get a dribble. Very dangerous player, Blake Griffin. Especially when he's not the focus point. And right. you got KD coming. Very, very dangerous. I'm telling you right now, I'm scared to say it because I'm not a Brooklyn fan. But he might be. He might get that one shot off where they doubling everybody else. Boom, to win it all. No question. I believe in Blake Griffin. Um, hey, let me say this about Blake. This is this is who he reminds me of, and, and you'll be familiar with this. So you talked about him having the knee issues, right? You know what I'm saying? He doesn't necessarily jump like he used to. He can still get up. But remember when Larry Johnson came from Charlotte and he was jumping over everybody, and he came to the Knicks, and he played extremely well, knocking down that big shot, that four-point play, throw it up. So that's I was at that game. Hey, that was that that game was no, crazy. No, no, no. I'm a huge fan of Blake Griffin and how he was able to make his career last because it's unfortunate in sports, basically, these athletes get paid to get hurt. That's it. Right. You're going up against seven foot cock diesel dudes every day. You're falling on your on your on your shin bone, on your spine, like, bro. And so you're getting paid to get hurt, right? right? And so Blake figured it out. He was smart. He adjusted. Said, let me play smart. And my career lasts. He's vital. So you basically told me, um, and I ain't going to lie, Roperis, you know I love you. You're my brother. We talk all the time. I think you're a bit of a Laker hater on the low. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to I'm not. I got to say it. Because you never went to Lakers. Never. But it's okay. You started all political. And then you said, Brooklyn's going to take it. So if they're all healthy, you see Brooklyn taking it. They got too much firepower. And just for the record, I'm not, I'm not a Laker hater. Shout out to Frank Vogel. Like, check this. Frank Vogel, Jason Kidd, and my man Lionel Holland. They all came through the network, and they was on with us right before they got on with the Lakers. 
So I root for all them guys. I want to see them win. But everybody always roots for the Lakers. Everybody says, oh, the Lakers is going to win. I just try to be objective about it, you know? Now, let me tell you something. They can say what they want to say, bro, Parrish, about Fat Joe. They can do what they But I say stuff, and it happens. Zion is giving guys the business. The Zion era has taken form. Tell me about this guy. He is now the point guard. He is doing them disgusting. And Rich Play is a hater. He doesn't. He did not believe in my guy Zion. I am on the Zion bandwagon. And so Listen. what happens is when 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 the Knicks don't make the playoffs, if they don't, which I do love my Knicks. And I do believe we're making the playoffs this year. I believe it. But in years past, when they don't make the playoffs, I got to root for somebody. I root for LeBron James on any team he's on. Because I love who he is as a person, how he stands up for the community, how he opened the school for the underprivileged kids. I just love him as a family man. I love him, right? But you know, when LeBron got to he, he leaving. He's going to retire sooner or later. It's going to be a horrible day in basketball because we we, we we taken him for granted all these years. And Zion is going to take over. And so what's up with the league is you could be – You got Zion. You got you, Zion Luka. No, no, not Joker. I'm going to tell you why. Joker's an incredible player. No, it's like boxing. We love Floyd Mayweather, you know, because he's, he's suave and he's, and he's nice. But we love Diane Mike Tyson when he was knocking people through the ropes. So we like to see blood knockout blows. And Zion comes on, that's must-see TV. He's knocking somebody out on that basketball court. The Joker is incredible. He's elusive. He can pass from anywhere. He got eyes behind his right. head. He can spin. He's like a slinky. I love the Joker. He ain't Zion. Y'all wrong. So that's it. The Nets in the chip. That's what you thinking. I used to like Joker. Yo. Listen, the next two dudes up, I love the Joker, but it's going to be... Lucas League is going to be Zion's League. They're going to be the faces of the NBA for the next 10, 15 years. Let me tell you something. This guy, let me tell you something. You ever seen graffiti so perfect that it looks like they used a stencil? When you see this guy write a line so... I watched you go over the Luka games. Man, God couldn't make a better step back three. Like, I mean, it's just... You know what's going to happen, and it goes in. Like, it's just too perfect, too much water, yep. too much. Like, I don't know how to explain it to you. This guy is like um, like a video game. Just press play, he back up and shoot it. Now, of course, we've seen bigger clutch shots like Dane Dollar or Curry. But when I say in form, this guy, textbook. Woman and it's Dame is nice. Dame is guy. nice. Oh no, Davis. Man, Donovan Mitchell, we got great players in the league. It will be the Zion show. We got a little distracted because he got hurt. COVID, he got hurt. But now you seeing what I seen in Zion from day one. Right. Day Uno. Oh, my brother, you're wrong. Been the dude. Thank you for checking since, in with since me, my brother. I'm my brother, love. Bro, perish. The man, not the myth. You can find him on NBA TV every night. And he's that hip-hop. So he give it to you like we want to hear it. We love everybody, but he talked that. And I tell him it's really the real in the Zion era. Jason Tatum 
He's very talented. But I guess he's like Fat Joe. If you didn't know Fat Joe and you just watched him from across the room, you'd be like, yo, this guy's cocky. He think he's somebody. And so I don't really know Jason Tatum from watching this swag. And I, I be thinking like, yo, this guy too cocky. This guy's too cocky. And so uh, back to what's really happening. George Floyd, the death of George Floyd and the trial of the killing of George Floyd. And we're talking about De Derek, Siobhan, whatever the dude's name, disgusting, right? And so when looking at this trial, this has got to be the most craziest scenario for this guy. First of all, the guy, nine minutes and 24 seconds. If I tried to stand on my knee for nine minutes and 24 seconds, just normal, not, not on nobody's neck, no crowd, no nothing, my knees would burst, okay? So you can't say that intent isn't there because if you're on somebody's neck for nine minutes and 24 seconds, it is intentional. And so, child, Steve Rifkin, I'll call him after. And so when it couldn't happen worse for this, for this cop, Derek Siobhan. It's because Chauvin, man, fuck this dude, man, for real, though. But, like, so in the, in, in the people videotaping, there's a white lady who works for the fire department who went to EMT school twice to get her license. This shit, you can't make this up, right? And so if you want to look at this racially, right? And so maybe, maybe you're a white juror and you're thinking too much Black Lives Matter. Let's just say. But now the witness they bring up is a firewoman and she's white. And she's telling the dude that she told the cop, you're killing him. I'm a fire lady. I know CPR. I know this. I know that. You're killing him. Better world peace. What's up, my brother? And so she's in there and she's saying, well, I, I, had, when, when, I, I had to rush there because I noticed, and in the, in the terminology, when he was shaking that response, I knew it was time. I knew that I had to. You cannot. Uh, you cannot make this shit up. So in the crowd, where it wasn't a black and white issue, it's a white lady who her job in life is to help people. And she's sitting there saying, sure, let me check his pulse. Oh, he's going into some excruciation. And she cries. Tell you something, in a normal, unbiased world, this police officer, Derek Siobhan, is in a world of shit. I have never seen a clean cut case. I try to sit there and say to myself, if I'm a police lover, if I'm down with it, can I really look at this? Could a police officer somewhere in the world look at this and be like, he's right. He was taught to use that voice. Like, could somebody else see it different? And so, the 911 caller, she said, hey, I'm not a snitch, because you know the 911 caller's down with the police. Dispatcher. Dispatcher. And she says, something's wrong here. And so she says, I'm not a snitch, but you know, something's foul here. 
And so all these pieces, right? Um, I don't see how he wins. And uh, I just don't see how, if this is a fair trial, how the man wins. He stood on his neck. He had no reason. Look, I, I can't even go over this. Uh, I watched the trial all day. Dre came over. He left. He said, yo, too depressing. You depressing, Joe. Uh, am I depressing myself watching this all day? And so, it's, this is nuts. Um, and how long is this going to last? Four weeks? Not, not guaranteed, but four weeks is a month, right? Because then they get into experts and they get in this. And you ever seen that movie, uh, just to give you a conspiracy, Conspiracy Joe? Uh, you ever seen that movie, I believe it was called Sleepers, where they killed the priest that was raping the kids, and then the, the prosecutor grew up with them, and just, like, I want to trust this prosecutor. I've never trusted a prosecutor in my life, Right? But I want to trust the prosecutor and say, I just want to know why would we got these witnesses? And I believe it because in music, I believe the first scene of a movie, the first, uh, first words of a song should be explosive, right? And so... I get it that they put in these, you know, live testimonies from these witnesses first, but now they come with the uh, forensic people and all that to bore it up. It gets boring. Maybe you've been there for a whole month. You forgot what the lady said uh, at the beginning. It was so compelling that, oh my God, they killed them. I could tell they were killing him. You know, this is what people were saying. And so do you, do you close the show with this testimony and start it off with the boring stuff first and then freshly in the minds of the jury uh, them hearing and seeing the firewoman and, and the little girl. Little girl was up there underage. They couldn't show it. She was like, you know, I knew they were killing him. I was failing him. And so this is powerful stuff. Um, so I'm curious to see uh, what um, these people, what's the game plan, right? And so, and so I don't know. And so, you know, I'm not first 48 Joe and that. I'm just telling you what it is. And that's what I believe. And we got to show here for the people. We got to show here for the community. And we got to talk about the real shit. It's simple. This is about the culture. And hip-hop has always been the CNN of the streets, the voice of the voiceless, the voice of the oppressed people. Me and I remember when I was young and I, and the cops would lock me up. I turned around and tell the project, yo, call my lawyer. Tell my mom get my lawyer. Knowing damn well I didn't have no lawyer money. I had no lawyer. And for saying that, the cop would smack me on my head. He'd go, fuck out of here. You ain't got no lawyer. Throw me in the car. So when I talk, I talk for them. Roxy. Welcome to the show, Roxy. Welcome to the show.
And so it jokes that you could see, right? Because you you take, you listen, you don't even know. You know, these guys, you know, artists, celebrities, they don't pick a side. You ever notice they never pick a side? They they stay politically right. If you stay politically right, you get to the bigger bag. Don't say nothing. And so that's not never been me. I've always been about the people. I've always been about the culture. And so we never, you know, the culture has lost sight of the culture. Try that one. And so when hip hop started, you know, I told this story all the time. When you see the uh, Black Sheep video, engine, engine, number nine, on that New York planning line, when that train comes off the track to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, I'm in the video, jumping up and down. Look at all the videos, D&D, Diamond D's, this one, I was in, I'm in the video. It was never competition. It was always for the culture. Money gets involved, people act different. Egos get in the way, pride gets in the way. And so with artists, for those, for those of you artists out there, right, upcoming artists, uh, yo, Rich, you're not snoring. You're not snoring. No, no, you're not doing that. But yesterday you was trying to fight. Now you're trying to snore your bill blast. Tito Mafia. Yo, get this yo, yo Willis Lynn's mom cyclist. Man, y'all give him the bit, y'all daddy Yankee. Yo, give this guy the business. Um the number one team in the country them soccer. Ain't no one beating these guys. Jesse K. And so unbelievable, right? Michael Mad, get your man Rich Play off the couch. And so um what I was talking about. Tell me, remind me. What I was talking about. No, no, because you started like, come on, it's disrespect to the culture, man. I was really talking some culture shit right here. Like, shout out to the hip hop museum in the Bronx. Ruben Diaz uh, has briefed me all about it. Uh, I'll be supporting the hip hop museum in the Bronx. Located in the Bronx is going to be the professional hip hop museum. The place to be, you know. I'm, 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 I'm gonna support that one million percent. Uh, and uh, but it's always about the culture, and that's what we're doing here. Whether it's the most popular thing to do or it's not, you know, we gotta talk the truth. You know, and uh, the COVID is out here. The COVID is real. COVID's out here. The COVID is real. And so we see everybody getting the vaccine and this and that. So we starting to think, let's come outside. It's a little warmer, sunshine, the light. It's number six in America. Rhythmic charts. Let's come outside and barbecue. But you got to do it safe. I'll do it safe. Social distance. So everybody's out there with the COVID, 27 states is spread to. Bro, we almost at the finish line and y'all want to get it now? Be careful. Be careful. And you know what I noticed, man, about hip-hop, man, or just about me is I want to be forever young. And no, I want to be forever young. And so I know sometimes I look, 
I'm on Instagram, my pictures, little Fendi bucket hat, me like, and I'm like, damn, Joe, man, you know, guys, man, you know, these, this guy's your age rocking bell these models. Bums. Not because they got, not because they ain't got, oh, she's crazy. Not because they ain't got money. This guy's with money. You ever see a guy with a lot of money and their wife got Birkin bags and they fly, but these guys got bell bottoms and Christian DeGore shirts on? Like, yo, they, like their wife don't know what's up. They used to be telling them, like, yo, you looking like a cornball, bro. Like, you got to step the shit up. And, you know, sometimes I get wavy on them, Balenciaga, Bowman. You know, Joe, I'm about that shit. I'm about that gear, about that life. And then I get a couple of DMs where they be like, yo, dress your age. I'm like, damn, what's that? Bell bottoms and a 10X hoodie? <laughs> Shout out my brother Wito. I remember my brother Wito uh, came home from the feds and he ain't want to wear I was like, yo, Wito, it ain't 10X hoodie no more. He did 10 years. He was like, nah, man, you crazy. This He went to jail when Alan Novison was killing and had the baggy. And he was like, yo, yo. And I fought him. I was at the store with him like, yo, you bugging out, Wito. You got to get uh, St. John's, my brother, Wito. I love you, Wito. Uh, probably one of the greatest softball players I've ever known in my life. Good guy. But he wanted that 4X. And so they be like, 10X City, I'm serious, man. And so they get mad at you, and they be like, yo, you wavy as shit. You got some Dolce Gabbana, sky blue and white jeans suit. Yo, Pat Poos, where he snuck in on here, the big, big show. Pat Poos, my brother. Hey, hey, check out Wendy Williams tomorrow. Remy Ma on Wendy Williams tomorrow. Shout out Wendy Williams, uh, friend of the show. Mr. Mauricio, how you doing, my brother? God bless you and your son. Um, and this is a home, man, for everybody, man. They come through, they pull up. Yo, what's good, y'all? You know, I don't know where Tyrese would be saying, yo, what up, Joe Crack? It's, it's really crazy. No, that's right. You know, that's right. And you know how I love money. No, no, because I'm saying, it's like, and so what happened to a lot of our rappers that we really, really love, and I love, and from the era I come from and before it was they never wanted to adjust. Shout out G-Spin. They DJ G-Spin, Big Boss, Boston. Um, and B-Dot. He said 50 years old ain't the same from the 50s and 60s. Listen, I don't know what to tell you. Um, what I could tell you is that I go to New York, it gives me an excuse to throw a chinchilla on. I'll throw a sky blue one on or a regular chinchilla motorcycle, something. I'm getting drippy. And so I know sometimes it look like, damn, this guy won't admit he's older. But I love being wavy. And I get mad when I see some of my peers, some of the people I look up to, won't move on from that era. And musically, some of them, you know, and so music changes. And so what I try to do is represent Fat Joe with the sound of today. And that's what I've always done. And they got mad at me when I did Make It A Rain and it sold 4 million records. But I went around the whole country. I went on a tour around the whole country. I want to say it was a Bud Light tour. It was in every city, it was me. And the number one basketball player in every city. It was like 15 cities. So I remember at the time I was going, it was me, Rudy Gay, me, Zach Randall, wherever I went. Everywhere I went, they were playing trap music. No East Coast sounding New York music. And uh, I remember I ended up in Memphis. I think that's when Zach Randolph uh, played for Memphis. So it was me and him hosting. And what's my man? I think it was A Bay Bay. I think it was DJ A Bay Bay. Bay. And all night, he all night he played what everybody else was playing. And we was in the South. So he played uh 
Um, South shit all day. And I seen a chubby girl, and she stood by the speaker. And she was just bouncing dirty South, you know, to the speaker all night long. And I kept watching this girl sitting there the whole night noticing that they was not playing no New York music in none of the places, I, none of the states I went to in 15 years, in, in 15 states. I'm looking at this woman the whole night dance, right? Long story short, at the end of the night, the DJ says, let me take it back. Let me throw it back. And he plays the Rock Willings in the building tonight. Oh, what I'm feeling, I'm feeling right. The Jay-Z song. The thing was, that record was really just came out. It was current. And they had been playing this Dirty South trap music bounce so much that even the new New York sound and shit, they were saying, let me throw a throwback on. This is crazy. So I fly into Miami and I go to uh, Scott Storch. I tell him, yo, we're going to make a Dirty South track. He gets mad at me. He says, you're digging in the crates, you New York, you're bugging out, you this, this, that. I'm like, no, bro. If we do anything else, we ain't getting no play. Listen to me. So he starts doing the, the music and the drums. And I start uh, thinking of the girl that was dancing in front of the speaker. And while he was doing the drums, and kept doing the drums, trying to get the right thing, I was looking at her. And then he finally put the drums where she was dancing by the speaker. And I was like, she's dancing, she's dancing. He thought I was crazy. But I saw her dancing to the beat, right? And so, um, that's how we came up with Make It Rain. But it's always been about being myself, but adjusting to where music has gone. And then some artists feel like, we're not gonna adjust, we're gonna keep it the true to what we do with it. And then you be like, damn, what happened to that guy? I never hear him no more. Or like, I wish my uh, rapper was, 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 my favorite rapper was bringing it. And so um, I've always learned how to adjust. Now, you know, have we lost some culture? Yes, a lot of culture to where it's more like people are doing this for fame or money, not preserving the hip hop culture. And that's why when we see somebody like uh, Kendrick Lamar or uh, uh, Rhapsody uh, or YB, uh, what, what's my man? Corday the Spitz. J. Cole, we got to salute them. Because they did their history and they understood the culture. And we got to say, all right, young man, we want you to fly. And thank you for making it real and making good music. And so it ain't really even the people's fault. Is the, 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 the record labels go, what's streaming? And it could be Google Gaga. And if the shit got the numbers, that is where they're going to focus on and make it a hit and make that person a star. And I know you've seen some people become successful where you like, holy shit, Jesus Christ. And you can't believe what's going on. You're sitting there like, Jesus Christ, like this cannot be happening. Right? And, but, it's about the money. And that's and that's what it is. And there's some artists, you got to say to yourself, what makes you happy, right? And so um, you tell some artists, what makes you happy? So it's, it's true to being true to yourself. You know, I don't think Lauren Hill likes the industry. And so she's Queen Lauren Hill, the greatest of all time, and she does what she want to do. And then, you know, you got other artists that keep it real to what they want to do. 
you know, and I think that's how true artist is. That's how true culture is. Oh, uh, everybody want that white van talk? I can't tell you. I, I'm shooting blanks right now for the white van. You know, it's a lot of them though. Stay in the light. Stay in the I stay in the light in the summertime. Sirac, these guys want to get me in trouble bad. You guys want to get me in trouble bad. And so, you know, you love it, man. You guys love this shit. And, um, and I'm just trying to be in the light, be positive, guys. Come entertain you every night for a little hour, some change. Make you smile on your face. See somebody you've known for over 25 years who's doing pretty good, but still with you. DNA-wise, still with you. Thinks like you, talk for you, talk to you, bring you the biggest in the game. Oh, I like Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich my favorite young guy. Simple as that. And I'm going to tell you something that's crazy is I embrace all the youth. But I seen him the other night in Khaled's studio, and I walked in and I hugged him. And I said, you're the best, man. I love you. You're the best. And I love a kid that's humble. And I don't criticize nobody. You know, every time I, I'm in the studio with these young kids, they high as hell. They drinking all type of shit. Um, this guy's straight up, clean cut, very respectable, very talented. And I love that, you know, if, if, and i tell you the truth. If I was about getting high and being drunk every minute of the day and all that, I'd be dead broke right now. Because this life is not, it's not easy, man. And so much shit come at you. And you got to duck and weave and, and adjust the shit and everybody trying to knock you. you, you know, what the fuck you doing to bother anybody? And they just coming at you trying to knock you off your shit and distract you and you just you working you're taking care of your family but this game is like that and so if i was high and fucked up all the time i wouldn't know how to deal with these things people trying to take advantage of you people trying to take advantage of you take the yeah this pressure bus pipes a lot of these guys go crazy like literally crazy. Angelica Villa on the check-in. I see you working out. I see that six pack. Keep that shit going. You know what I'm saying? Because we coming with new music soon. Angelica Villa, you know if I tell you, it's real. And so... <laughs> No, you guys like trouble, man. I'll stay I'll stay in the light. Um, see you tomorrow night. Hopefully they got the greatest Wi-Fi uh on that colossal boat. I might come on this week, like the like Thursday or Friday, I might come on early. Just so you could experience the sunset. Not sunset, just what I experience. You know, I like to give it to you, man. I don't like to hide it from you. I want y'all to enjoy the lifestyle as well. And so I might do that. So you saying tomorrow the You fly out of here at 7 p.m. That's a tough one. We're on vacation. We're on vacation, yo. Yo, but you go on vacation every week. Fly, then go on a small boat to the so it's don't rush us when you're late. We might be late tomorrow a little bit. But I'm saying Thursday and Friday. Matter of fact, we're going to do this. If the plane is too late, I might. Don't worry. It might be a little late tomorrow. Don't listen to nobody but me. Okay? Because I'm going to make it happen for y'all. Uh, I don't know how to explain it to you guys. Um, we so blessed. Timberland the King. Timberland the King, that versus that. Hold on, let me see Timbo right quick, even though it's late.
Let's see if Timbo will come on. And because it's insanity. Timbo the King. Get the yard out. Get the yard out. <laughs> Get the plane ready. Where y'all going? I'm coming. Get the plane ready. Get the yard out. <laughs> well, we're going Bahamas, but we're going real south. Is it Georgetown Island? And every day we waking up in a different island on a yacht. You know, we blessed, man. What you shout out to? It's well, God dang, man. I need to hook up. I'm trying to, I was trying to go somewhere to watch the verses on the water. So come with us. You know, you're welcome, uh, Timbo. One million percent. I'm telling you now in front of the whole world, you are beyond welcome to come. Okay. Get your swimming trunks. Let's go. Hey, I'm gonna call you offline, bro. For real though. Cause I, I was coming, I was trying to plan something for the weekend. Come out. I swear All to right, God. I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna get the information. I'm gonna get the jet. Cause Rain wanted get to go. On the big boy. The shit big, man. Jacuzzi on top, hey, all type of shit. That's that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, Timbo, I'm serious, though. That's my word. No, Look, Khaled, let me bring the yard out. Exactly. Yo, Timbo, this versus has potential of being the best versus ever. Well, if you're an old head like me. Yeah. Tell me about it. What's the anticipation Who's going against who? And I know it's a celebration, so you never lean towards nobody, but who you think you is got this? So look, so you know you got Steve Harvey there, so he gonna keep it. He gonna keep it all. Oh, the Steve way Harvey? Oh, wait a minute. I didn't hear that. Yes, uh -huh. Steve Harvey hosted it. Music by D Nice? D music by D Nice. And Steve Harvey's the host. Yes. Oh man, Timbo, y'all, you know, y'all acting up. I didn't even think about D Nice. I didn't think, which is amazing. <laughs> it's another level. But just uh the Isley brothers, man. This this gonna be this gonna be legend. I mean, you had some incredible ones. All of them were incredible, uh, on all different levels. Uh which is the most watched one to this day? Um, the most watched one may might have been, damn, they always would might have been Gucci and Jeezy. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was Ashanti and Keisha, but Gucci and, and well, you and know what? Jesus I think the they, most... were, they were close. They was neck and neck, I believe. They was neck and neck. They was neck. Yeah, and neck. but you want to know why? You know, we take everything for granted. You did do G Gucci and Jeezy. That yeah. versus right there. It's got to be the biggest ever because it's like it wasn't supposed to happen. And, they, nah, and that was, was culture. And, 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 and that's what I'm talking about. When you really, really do it for the culture and you really, really do it for the people, you know, that's what counts the most. Because we come up at a time where collaboration was king, when it was all about the culture. And yep. now it's all, it seems like it's all about a quick buck. And less yeah. culture, but the whole versus thing is about culture. It, that's that's what we're about. We got to keep it alive because I feel like everything is all over the place right now. You know, got to oh. get some balance in there. Got to keep a little balance in there. You got to man, and what you're doing is amazing. What D Nice is doing is amazing. Uh um, and we got to keep repping the culture, man. You know what I'm saying? It's showing them at least we showing the youth. That it's possible that, oh, yeah. that when oh, their yeah. time we, comes, they could do something like this. Yes. You know what's, what I was telling somebody, I was talking today about you, Joe. I was like, I said, see, I hope what people watch about you in the, in the biggest, biggest show, the big, big show. <laughs> the is big, 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 big. Exactly. All of that. All that. Right? <laughs> so it's your consistency. And I try to tell the young people, like, Look at Joe. He go up there every day to talk to the people. Like, it's not about just the show. It's the commitment. It's the perseverance from our culture, from our generation, to show you how we stick with something. When we say we're going to do something, we do it. And you seeing this in real time of what you put in. Like, people don't understand this talking to you, giving this information, bringing these doctors, helping the coach out for these people that's unsure about vaccines and all that. Like, that's called, that's called legendary. <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, Tim, I love you. Call me later off the thing, for real. Seriously, we would love to All have right. you. Okay. All right, my brother, I love you. Love. Bye-bye, my brother. Man, one of the greatest guys in the world, Timberland, the king. Him and Swiss put together the versus biggest thing in the pandemic. And he's my brother. And you know what's crazy is we had a birthday call a couple of weeks ago. And everybody, I don't want to name drop, but everybody was on that Zoom. Uh, we surprised Timberland. And I said to him, you know, when I ain't know you, I always wanted to be your friend. And Timberland is such a cool guy that all I ever wanted to be was his friend. And uh, I love what they're doing with the verses, what they're doing for the people. Uh, this Sunday, it goes down legendary. Um, and I'm hoping my brother will come hang out with us. Peace, y'all. This is the biggest show, the Joe Crack Show. Let your darkest moments bring your most clarity. Let your darkest moments Bring your most clarity. Meaning if you're going through a tough time and your friends and your family ain't there for you, when things get better, don't lie to yourself and have them around you. Number two is put God first in good times and bad times. Keep it consistent with God. And a lot of times we think, oh, God, this is us. No, it's only a lesson. It's never a failure. It's only a lesson to get you to the next level. Peace, y'all. We the biggest. That's right.